Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, hustlers, we know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month? dealing with just government compliance that's time you could be spending on growing your business or let's be honest taking a well-deserved break but fear not we got a game changer for you introducing sprout solutions and their tailored solutions for msmes called the payroll starter with sprout solutions payroll starter you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute drowning in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share Podcast is brought to you by B21, a platform which helps you start your journey with cryptocurrencies. Visit b21.io slash hustleshare and get $2 upon signing up. Also by Ideaspace, a nonprofit supporting innovation and technopreneurship as a path to nation building. Ideaspace runs an annual startup competition. For more information, make sure to sign up for their newsletter at ideaspacefoundation.org slash connect. Also by AWS, the world's most comprehensive and broadly adopted cloud platform. Apply to get $1,000 free hosting credits and get a chance to win an Amazon Echo Dot at hustleshare.com slash AWS now. And I feel like the reason why I, I would like to think that I'm good at what I do is because I know how it feels to be a startup founder. Welcome to Hustleshare. The podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ron Sturbeet-Yong. Welcome to episode 109 of the Hustle Share podcast. My name is Ron Stur, and I'm your host. And this episode is powered by B21 a platform which helps you start your journey with cryptocurrencies. We are a proud affiliate of the Podcast Network Asia, but before we begin, we'd like to remind you that this podcast contains not safe for work language, so make sure there are no kids when you're listening to this. Because today, we're going to be featuring one of the most prominent figures in the Philippine startup ecosystem today. And her name is Natasha Bautista of Philippine Startup Week. 
Now, before we talk about the Philippine startup ecosystem in general, Natasha will share her background on how she got into tech startups by working for Grab when she was an intern and how she moved up the ranks and became one of the VPs of Grab in such a young age. And then Natasha's also going to share what it was like in her low points when she actually joined three startups in just a span of one year after she left Grab that eventually humbled her. And then Natasha's also going to share how she got into Kubo and became their head of operations and how the Philippine startup ecosystem is thriving through the help of Kubo and how they work behind closed doors. And stick around till the end because she will share all the amazing things that we will be able to now experience in the Philippine Startup Week this year. So if you're ready to learn the hustle behind PH Startup Week, let's begin this episode right now. Welcome to the latest episode of the Hustle Share Podcast. We finally got this girl. My goodness, this 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 woman she was supposed to be with Kat Chan. When I was I was literally like one. I only had one mic, and now we're at episode one oh nine. Are you kidding me? We are, we are. I'm already so old in this podcast game. But before I get carried away, let's welcome to the show Miss Natasha Bautista of Philippine Startup Week and Kubo. Hi. <laughs> Yay, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks, Ron. Finally. Finally. Welcome 109, that's a lucky number. That's yes, a lucky number. oh my God. <laughs> yes, there you go. This is, the, this is our answer to 2020. If you want to just upset all the bullshit that 2020 has given us, use 109 right there. Okay, but Tasha, before I yes. get carried away, and beca- this becomes an online chikahan. I need you to ask you, I need to ask you the million-dollar question. Tasha, what's your hustle? Ah, that is a very difficult question. But I think if I were to, I guess, simplify my question, I thought that my hustle was um, really into tech startups because all my life I've been into tech startups. I was, I used to be grab, um, uh, grab, grab car head, right? Um, for the long, for three years. Um, but it's not. I realized that my hustle is creating change. I come from a family of, of teachers. Mm. Kasi, um, so, so I realized that you can put me anywhere, but as long as I create impact and as long as I can see change, specifically good change, I think that is, that's my hustle. That's my passion that, that fuels me. That's amazing. I thank again, you, Bao. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Miss Universe. Not Miss but, <laughs> sorry, sorry. But that, that would have won it. You know, and there's again, <laughs> I, I agree because to be honest with you, I'm actually surprised that you're not, you didn't choose this, the entrepreneurship route because you have it in you. There's, well, there's just, uh, there's this, there's this DNA that you can sniff out of people like, you know, this, this, this person's legit. You know, he's a real one, per se, right? That no matter where you put him, regardless of what it is, they're going to create an amazing impact. And you're one of them. And I first heard of you, actually, uh, again, w- during your grab days. I'm like, there's yes. this girl, just like you, you've been featured everywhere and you're former model, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. I'm like, who is this woman? Why is this woman? And again, but just, just, there's just aura. And again, you're... One thing about you, Tasha, and I'm 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 gonna throw you all the roses early now, is mm-hmm. because you you 
you talk it and you walk it at the same time. So mad props. Oh, the Philippine startup ecosystem. Is oh, lucky you. to have you. But before <laughs> we get carried away, Tasha, I need you to buckle up. All right. You're yeah. a tall girl. I need you to buckle up because we have a, <laughs> a very small machine because we're going to okay. have to ride the hustle share time machine. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Because we have to go back. I want to understand. So, again, we already kind of discussed it a little bit. On how you started out, you know, your former grab. But I want to understand, yeah. Tasha, what was your very first hustle? Because if you came from a family <laughs> educators per se, yeah. um, was that what was what was that gr- growing up like? Because again, educators have a lot of persistence in them and also a lot of patience in them, typically. Yes. I know because I've 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 made fun of so many teachers growing up and they probably hate me. Oh, but what God. was that like? <laughs> Um, so growing up, so my, my, my mom's a teacher, a lot of my sisters are, my titas, titos, um, my lolas, um, we're all educators, a lot of them aren't teachers, or used to be teachers anyway. Um, I always wanted to be a teacher also, but sad to say, you know, that I didn't really choose that route, because I knew that um, there's no money here in Philippines if I were to become a teacher. And sp- I actually also want Kasa want to be a math teacher for grade school. <laughs> Super specific. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but but uh, I guess, so when I, when, I was apply- when I was writing my application for Ateneo, the Ateneo, we, I wanted to choose a very generic course, which is, um, so I, I chose management because generic but um you know what ron i actually really didn't know what i wanted to do even until after college my entire four years in college i was just yeah i was really cruising through it and even after that it took me another uh year and a half maybe or yeah another year and a half or uh, sorry two years it took me another two years to really figure out what really is my hustle but Mm -hmm. Um, I also, so you, you mentioned that, that, that I used to model. I was modeling na nung college pa lang. So mm. it was more of like a, like a gig, like a, you know, sideline thing that I really enjoyed, right. but not a career that I wanted to pursue. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically it. But you know what, going back to my, um, my passion for education, it's, mm. I'm so happy that, um, that I still get to do that now. I didn't realize that I right. can still be a teacher without having to be a legit, like a, a teacher in profession. I can still educate. Correct. Like now, I feel like I'm educating a lot of our startup founders, even students, because we we yeah. also go to different rojos in Kubo, which I think we'll discuss later on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I agree because I, I can empathize that a lot of what we do and what we used to love growing up Will always come back one way or another to to be to have a presence in your life. Like I want, I always wanted to lead people because being yeah. a, a, a like in a, a varsity basketball team, the UAP is the juniors. Like this is something that I really love being in the spot of. Not because I am an egotistic maniac, but I love creating impact <laughs> with people. And the shit that I learned in high school as uh, playing basketball is the same stuff I'm I use in in running a startup team. Right yeah. and being able to rise to the occasion, not not you know being scared and all that. But again, you acquire more skills as we go, and that's what I wanted to know. So, um, you had you you were a model, 
But what yeah. was the first jobs you did uh, after okay. that? That <laughs> what are the skills that you acquired? Because, dude, the finished product looks so amazing. But were you uh, like this confident all? Oh my all, god! All this whole time because no, dude, you can hold your own in a in a freaking oh conference. Oh my god! How the fuck does Tasha do it? <laughs> If you saw me when I was in high school, you would be uh-huh. shocked. In high school, when I would be prayer leader, I would. I couldn't like my teacher couldn't our teacher and the entire class couldn't hear me because I was so shy. I had such a small voice to the point that I would cry during prayers because <laughs> I'm so like stage fright talaga during in high school. Um, and then I think college, even in college, parang I wasn't super. I'm not super extroverted right now. Like now, um, I don't talk a lot. I really just like went through college as in just released. Wala as in. Just went by it, and then um, my very first job, um, actually coming from Ateneo, they usually um, encourage you to do FMCG. Ganyan. Um, yep, yep. I wanted, I tried Unilever, I tried Nestle, PNG, this and that, because that's what we're supposed to do, right? Um, but it just, parang it just wasn't working. And then there's my very first job, actually. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. this, but my very first job was a brand associate in Celine as in the Celine group of companies wow. the shoes yes CMG yeah. so retail um and i think i mm. i wanted to do retail because i also wanted it to i want i thought that my passion was also fashion or because okay. i used to be i used to be a model so i thought i could connect that right. um but i was mm. just i was there for three months and i felt like a robot honestly um The first few things that I needed to do, oh my god, I I don't know if you can imagine me doing this, no. Pero Ron, I was in um I was in the branches of of Celine, and I was okay. um I was selling shoes. I was um I was there, and I was um changing the display, getting stocks in the stock room. At one point, I had to put on the shoes. So, so, so feet the mga ladies, ganon. I hope they and, had your size, though. Ah, uh, <laughs> they actually don't. <laughs> they don't. Well, actually, some of it, some of some of the, okay. the 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 stock had. But yeah, that was my very first hustle, and um, mm. it was interesting because as brand associate, it was a very new role. But they mm. said that it's really part of the job, so that you really know what's what's happening on the ground. Um, right. But the actual job as brand associate was much more than that. They were still trying to figure it out, actually. Um, mm-hmm. But I was in the store for around one to two months, and then from there mm-hmm. I went to the office. And in the office, I was um, I was playing around with stocks, replenishing stocks. And then at one point, I also created my own photo shoot. I also created my own campaign. Wow. But you know what? That three months, I, it felt like three years, but I. Learned a lot. It was a humbling experience, especially coming from you know Ateneo. It was a right, humbling experience right. to to do that, you know. And not a lot of people mm-hmm. know that I did that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. now you yeah. know everybody. <laughs> now <decided>. you know. <laughs> <laughs> now you know that was a hustle. <laughs> okay. Now after yeah. that, was it straight startup uh, again? Because uh, one thing that I'm, he- I'm I'm getting here is because you said you you coasted through college. You didn't really yeah. take. You didn't know what to do. I a lot of startup know founders. Right, a lot of startup founders and a lot of people in like you know their early twenties 
will resonate to that. Like, okay, I see some people who've actually made some strides, you know, and people are competitive inside, right? Uh-huh. And then you're like, shit, I'm behind now. How uh-huh. did you find the way uh, or find, find a path that you, 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 you wanted to do? Was it switch um, up right away or no. what is, was there another one? It wasn't. It was an accident. So after that, um, after three months, I I already felt that I wasn't happy. Not because of the 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 not because of anything, but I felt like I could do more than replenish okay. stocks, right? Okay. Um. So I resigned, and I had this like I made this really difficult decision to take a year off to pursue modeling full time, okay. just so that I can use the money so that I can travel. Um. You know, at this point, fun fact, by the way, my very first, um, my very first time out of the country was only at 19 or 20 years old. So, yeah, I was super sheltered. <laughs> Dude, I was <laughs> 25. Holy shit! When I first got, <laughs> 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 but like it's it's and it's such a it's really I it's such a, such an eye opener when you travel also, right. Correct. Um, you so after a lot that. About yeah, so I was modeling for a year. Um, I was mostly I was in Malaysia and Singapore, and that's when at the end of that year I started feeling parang oh shoots like I need to do something with my brain, right? Like okay. one year of not doing anything <laughs> except modeling and being exposed mm-hmm. to that industry. Talaga is there's also a bit of toxic culture there. Um, but mm-hmm. at the end of the year, I found myself interning in. Um, my taxi Malaysia. So my taxi Malaysia ah. is the very, very first um, name of Grab, and I was Correct. their very first intern, and I was probably employee wow. number, I don't know, thirteen from ten to fifteen, something like that. So I was there for two wow. months in Malaysia, and then I decided to go home. Na okay, tapos na yung vacation, I'm, I'm already done with 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 trying to figure out what I wanted to do in life. Um, and so I wanted to go back home in Philippines and that's when the idea came about that hey why don't we bring my taxi to Philippines because it had the Mm. same problems same safety issues same issues with the drivers very fragmented in taxi industry so we launched Grab Taxi um, and then from there it rebranded to Grab Car so that was my very first exposure to the startup industry and what I really loved about working in Grab was the that it was so fast paced and that it, mm-hmm. it's because of tech that I can feel imp- like my the impact like um, tenfold because mm-hmm. of how we're able to reach dr- the drivers and the passengers um, very quickly. The impact is just a lot faster with technology, right? and that's that's why I'm mm-hmm. in the tech and in, in the tech startup industry. That's amazing. Now, I've I've had the experience of having Brian here before when he was still in Grab. Apparently, yeah. he's no longer in Grab. I didn't even know, right? Yeah. Um, and he really um, told uh, the whole narrative of how difficult it was getting all oh, these, the supply done, all the regular yeah. uh, the regulatory stuff that he had to do, yes. uh, and whatnot. In your narrative, Tasha, what what was the biggest uh, or things that you remember? that you had to hustle for because I remember <laughs> Brian was telling me, yeah, yeah, I had to stay up really late in the morning to drink with the taxi drivers in the Oh, guy. yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> you know, I would, I, so was I, that like? I, that was, that's very true. You know, um, okay. There's different like hustles also that, 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 
I had to deal with in in grab both personal and also at work. No, I think I'll I'll talk about the personal stuff first. Just get into it already, diba? But I was you know I was so young. I was twenty years old. I think twenty years old, and then. There was only um, two of us in the team, so someone, uh, so Franco Verona was hired as the country as the country manager, or the sorry general manager, and then me was I was supposed to do marketing. But then you know how it is, startup life, you kind of do everything, right? I, because I'm the only one that speaks Tagalog, like full Tagalog in the team. I ended up also helping the supply side of things, not just the demand side. So supply side meaning, you know, onboarding taxis. I like no yep. kidding i probably had uh, i pro- i probably um trained over thousands of drivers myself because i was the one par- i par- i was the only one that could speak tagalog back then <laughs> that that team the team because mm-hmm. it was very foreign or mga international students um so a few okay. things no um a few things so so yeah so pairing i think uh, going back to going back to the personal stuff, like I had to prove a lot to myself. I think because I was young, um, there were a few people also who didn't really treat me as if treat me seriously, um, and I could feel it. I could hear it. Um, I felt like I was a, I didn't have a seat in the table. I am not too sure if it's just, it's if it's because I'm a woman in the male dominated industry, but it mostly felt like I was too young. Um, I think that was my personal like the per, the the personal things that were happening to me in the beginning. Other than that, specifically talking about Grab, though, there were also a few things. Yeah, exactly what 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 Brian said. Though we really had to take pictures of of mga plate numbers so that we can write it down. So um, yep. plate numbers and the the yung yung operator number ng taxi. Um, if he had he, he had to he had to drink with the drivers. Me naman, I had to go there and. Make sure that I was in a hoodie, you know, pants, <laughs> fully clothed. Because early in the morning, yon, de ba? I'm scared of my safety. <laughs> and yeah, dude, like they would. But but I'm I'm happy that that Brian would always go with me. Um, but right. we, yeah, Brian and I tag team kame, and and of course Anthony, right, the founder, right. tag team kame that we would really try to get the taxi operators on board. Um, other than the, the 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 driver side of things, Shampre Hirap then to to exactly the what he said also, which is to legalize Grab. Um, it was right. Brian that that had to keep nice. going to um to hearings right. um until we finally got to yeah go ahead um until we finally got to legalizing uh Grab. Then there's also the demand side of things. Demand side of things. A lot of customers just complained a lot. Like we had to, we had a PR nightmare once. We have so many customers complaining. Um, so so many issues in the beginning. But I'm glad to have experienced that. It really, it made me such a like more patient, <laughs> stronger person mm-hmm. because of all the issues that we had in Grab. Mm-hmm. And you you do a lot of growing up for real because again it accelerates. Said this in the YouTube videos that I did reacting to the Netflix kid drama startup. If you want to listen to it, just go to YouTube, find Hustle Share. That you know in a startup you don't there's no definite job description. You get thrown into multiple fires over and over again, and you actually just 
create your own job description as you go. And through that process, you become you become accelerated in your growth as well as a person and also as a, as a professional, right? And regardless if you're a founder or not, because of the pace and how many times you're actually doing it, man, by the time you're done, like, holy shit, I did so many things yes. <laughs> in that span. Now, here's the million-dollar question also before I we take our first break. Why did you decide to leave Grab? Because that would have been uh, a very tough thing to do because that for sure felt like your baby. What, what pushed you to like, you know what, I, I want to change the scenery? What, what was that like? Yeah, I get this question a lot, actually. Um, so there are a few things, right? At this point, um, so I was with Grab for three years. I eventually uh, moved up from marketing manager. I became marketing VP. From marketing VP, I became the deputy country manager. And then I became the head of Grab Car as my last rule. Um and a lot has happened. Uh, you of all people should know that three years in, in a startup is like 30 years, right? Um, but I think the one main thing that made me decide to leave Grab, despite it being so good, Grab around, like we just moved to a new office back then. I even chose the, the flooring, the tiles, the carpet, the furniture. I didn't even get to experience the, the new office. We just rebranded also from Grab Taxi to Grab. So many things were happening. I was also getting um, endorsements um, as at one point no called Miss Grab. And then um, I think it was more of I felt like there was no way there there I hit na my ceiling. I felt like um, there are a few factors into it, that, a few factors that, that I saw. No? The first one was I felt like that the team was already doing such a good job, even without me. I felt like that um, our meetings were going smoothly. Na parang, wow, okay, I've done my job here in Grab. What next, right? Another factor is I didn't really know what else yep. I was going to learn. I also, I, I, there was still so much to do with Grab at that point, obviously. Um, but for me personally, in terms of my growth and my, um, my, my career growth, I wasn't sure if staying in Grab and having my Grab <laughs> bubble would be good. Because um, how do I say this? Um, I didn't want to just be stuck there. And I wanted to know much more than the world outside of Grab. I also wanted to prove to myself that I was good outside of Grab um, and not just, not just doing the same things, right? So I made that very difficult to decision to resign by end of 2015. Yeah. So again, Tasha, thanks for that. And again, amazing stuff you've done in Grab. But that would have been... Very scary. But before we talk about the rest of your career and how you jump ship and help more startups in Kubo, let's talk about that more after the break. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph that's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back from the break. We're still with Tasha Bautista, again, who now told us what it was like growing Grab and, again, leaving the nest to pursue a bigger calling. And bigger calling you really got, you know, because you went from one startup to helping thousands of startups now. Now, I want to understand, after Grab, I, I, I remember you t- talking about it in one of the talks. I don't remember when anymore. Mm-hmm. But you had a you had a a, 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 part, a, a little bit of a lull. Where a you quarter were like a life crisis. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Talk, talk about that until how you uh, until how you found Kubo and what was that that experience like. Sure. Um. Okay. So you know what? I actually were. I was so scared to talk about this part of my life because it felt yeah. like such a like I was such a failure. Um, but then I started opening up about it and I feel like, you know what, we should share these moments. We should share, um, all our downs also. It shouldn't be all about ups. So this is my down moment after grab when I left in, um, 2015, um, I was already, um, being coached by, uh, by, by happy fresh. So happy fresh is an online grocery delivery and, um, they ended up getting me um, or hiring me in uh, fe- around Feb of 2016 as marketing VP. Um, they hired me um, as their first hire, but I was I didn't know who my number one was, who the country manager was going to be. Um, but long story short, in those three months. Um, I was I was there for three months and it just didn't work out. Uh, it didn't work out mainly because of um, I guess I was not aligned with the values of the leadership. Um, just to you know, just to just to shorten it, um, and very I guess that was very heartbreaking for me because. Shampre coming from Grab, ang yabang ko eh, di ba? I had a lot to prove. I was still so young, still so hungry. You know, thinking that I would replicate the success of Grab in anything I touched. 
So Tasha, you you wh- by you saying it didn't work out. What did you what did you mean by that? It wasn't a fit. Just uh, is it is there a, is there a three month rule with you? Because Celine was three months. Happy Fest was three months. <laughs> Actually, I have a three month rule. Talaga. But that's only oh, ano, wow. that's, only for work. <laughs> that's only for work. Um, for work, okay. lang, um, I don't okay. have that with boys. <laughs> no, but um, going back to work topic. <laughs> um, okay. I do have that. I do have that parent three month rule. It's more of like I do I want to make sure that I'm really giving my 100% and giving, you know, my work mm-hmm. a chance and not, you know, just jumping from one work to another. But with uh, specifically with Happy Fresh, um again, you know, I I was hired as the employee number 1 as marketing VP okay. and I wow. didn't know who who was going to be my country manager. I didn't know who my teammates mm-hmm. were going to be. Um, and then when I did, um, you know, long story short, I was not aligned with the values of the leadership. Um, I, it was just something that I did not, one thing that I, I always value until now is having core values and having everyone in the team be aligned with the core values of, of, of your team, of your company. Right. And it was just not aligned. Um, it was definitely heartbreaking because yun nga, diba? I left Grab um, for okay. this and it didn't even work out. And I, uh, it was, syempre kasi ang yabang ko rin, you know, coming from Grab yeah. thinking that I would be successful at anything I do. And I guess this is, right. this is where, this is why I even left Grab in the first place was to prove that I can be successful at anything. Um, it right. was a very humbling experience to know that hey, this this can also not work out. So that ended, <laughs> um, and then I and then from there I moved on to um, to another job. Um, mm. So this was with the supposedly our. One and only unicorn in the country. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah. <laughs> you wow. don't know. Yeah. So another fun fact. You're. I'm revealing a lot, huh? Um. But but wow. yeah. I, yes. So, um. So I worked for uh, Robbie Antonio, but it was also such right. a short um short stint yeah. um mm-hmm. for um for prefab homes, right? And yep, it was yep. such a short stint. It also just didn't feel right. I don't. I, I think I was just. I was there for just a month. Nae, wala hindi na umabot three months. Eh. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Um. I was supposed to be there. Um. I I, I was hired as a, as the GM, and then after mm-hmm. that, um, I again was. If you can imagine, in 2016, I after grab um i would get a lot of job interviews for tech startups foreign tech startups so oh, then wow. here comes um my pinaka last startup for the year <laughs> is lalamove so lalamove La also came in so very same sim- similar to happy fresh i came as a, came in as marketing vp i was employee number one mm. i didn't know who my country manager was and that the man not the man wrote uh issues with values but i just wasn't um i think i was hired way too early um 
Yeah, and so that one also lasted three months. So you can imagine, but by the end of the year, that I was so broken. I really was so humbled. I um, really didn't understand what was going on. Um, I okay. thought that my I've already earned my stripes in Grab. I thought that um, my own personal struggle in Grab of having to prove myself was going to be worth it. Um, and that year was just so difficult for me it was um again it was my quarter life crisis and then at the end of the year i really wanted i i just felt like okay maybe you know what maybe the startup industry is not for me maybe the startup industry in philippines is still so young and maybe i'll just go back to it later on when it's actually mature when it's ready for me um so i was looking for work elsewhere i was looking for i i I even considered corporate i considered mostly um studying or working abroad that was how um like i i was ready to give up on the startup industry in the country then lo and behold um one of my one of my mentors from grab his name is satish he um so he used to work for for grab um but he i've i'm still in contact with him until now and he messaged me and he gave me a link to this article that showed you know the startup enablers in the country and i saw the name kubo and i was like that's so cool because um i've never heard of them and i don't really that that time startup enablers or incubators and accelerators just very few so I looked yeah. it up and then there was a job opening. So I was I told myself, okay, let me let me try one more time. And then if this doesn't work, ayoko na talaga. <laughs> and I did. Mm-hmm. And just in um two interviews. So the first interview was with Kat and the second interview was with Butch. I got hired right away. So that's wow. my story of how I got into gra- into Kubo. <laughs> wow. No, actually, you know what? It brings back memories now. I don't know which interview it was, but you were wearing a white dress with a with, with some black in it. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in Kubo before the renovation happened because I'm one of the first few that was there. There was Scat, I think there was Alea and uh, Ross. That was it. That was a team back then. Yeah. Um, and I remember you walking like, what the hell is Natasha Batista doing here? <laughs> right? And I think that was one of your interviews. And it was yeah. so weird because that was also the time where I was broken as fuck when uh, Party File just closed, I'm just about to launch Chatbot or just very early stages of Chatbot. Back wow. Then. That's so yeah, like, cool. Wow. So Kubo is where pe- broken startup people go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so funny because we also have this uh, internal joke that Kubo is where we also get the parang lost children <laughs> a lot of our our <laughs> hires yung mga super gagaling na mga cute we call each other cuties diba in, in Kubo yeah. yung mga super gagaling yeah. namin cuties they're usually parang they don't know what to do you know they're on mm-hmm. a break so but they're so good like I think it really is a home for broken people <laughs> no but no, it it's it's an oasis. I think it's it's I I I liken it to an oasis. Like you're in a desert yeah. of you know just a lot of barren land, and you you, you know you, you kind of die almost die in the process, and then you see an oasis in the middle of nowhere where you're allowed to thrive, to rest up, recuperate, and actually do something amazing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that that metaphor actually makes sense, but you know it's something that without Google, I always say it like. Chatbot won't even be acquired because I didn't have any office. I didn't have any team. 
<laughs> I wasn't a a real incubate, but dude, I built I built chatbot in Kubo. I was taking advantage of the free coffee and everything else that you guys gave. Free water, free coffee, free Wi-Fi. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it is again. I'm. You. We always actually say that your startup is probably our first startup that we really assisted so it's um thank yep. you also for 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 helping us also show to all our partners that we're actually helping startups because you were really the first um okay, our our first parent successful startups eh? Yep, your first exit too. So I've always yeah. say that Kubo is always home. That's why I never, I might not be there physically, but you know, whatever you need me, I'm always one call <laughs> or one message away. But again, let's now d- double deep dive because in Kubo, you know, um, you came in, you were a lost soul, or you 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 were humbled. Yeah. How do you build that up with Cat? Because you guys had an amazing tandem, of course, with all the cuties. So shout out to all the cuties out there, and of course, uh, Butch. But walk us through how you built Kubo from its iteration where, you know, the Kubo was there through the renovation all the way to how many? Year three, yeah. four now? Yeah. And what, what, what was it like? Because it's just been an amazing, amazing ride, ride for you guys. Okay. So I think the reason that, the reason why I applied um, for, for the position at Kubo in the first place is because it was actually a light bulb moment to me um, yeah. that I... For the past year, in 2016, I had been helping mostly foreign startups. I kept repeating the same things. You know, I helped mm. Grab launch here in Philippines. And then I wanted to help uh, Happy Fresh. And then I wanted to help, help Lalami. And I'm like, the reason now why I left Grab is so that I can grow. So why am I going back to the same thing? So when this mm. opportunity with Kubo happened, I was like, ding, light bulb moment. I should be on the other side of the coin. I should be helping Filipino startups this time. And I shouldn't be a startup anymore because I've been there, done that. Might as well create my own startup. It's it's such a good feeling to be on this other side now. I know what the startup founders have gone through because I was there. And I feel like the reason why I, I would like to think that I'm good at what I do is because I know how it feels to be a startup founder. And that's why I also feel like I could contribute a lot more to, you know, the programs and the services and the benefits and all the help that we give our startups because I I was there. I was there in their position. I think that's Correct. one thing that really helped me, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. I guess another factor, no, actually another fun fact. When I came in um, Kubo, the first few months, oh my goodness, it was it wasn't. I I I was starting to regret the first few, the first figure of first two months of me being in Cuba. With I have a three month okay. rule, but the first, <laughs> the first two months in Cuba, nothing was happening. I was like, wow, what is this? Um, we we had like our team was not uh was our team wasn't happy, wasn't motivated. There were no processes. Mm. There were no programs. They probably had maybe one or two programs, palang. Um, and mm. things were just messy. Um, but here's the thing: I like messy. I like organizing things. The reason why I'm yep. in operations is because I mm. like fixing things. I like improving things. I like putting structure. So I think at this point, um, it really was my pride <laughs> that made me stay mm. in Kubo because I didn't want to have to repeat my 2016 all over again. 
So I was like, no, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna help fix this. Um, so it was really through because also because of the leadership also of Coach and Kat, and then myself, mm-hmm. the three of us together, we're all yep. so different. We're so mm-hmm. like talaga opposites of each other, mm-hmm. but it somehow works. Um, so okay. I think from there we just started building a team. We started building um, programs, uh, and the key mm-hmm. thing to to building Kubo um, and and into what it is now is that a um, few things. I think one thing that I that I'm so proud of 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 Kubo is the team. We have mm-hmm. such a great team. Um, I'm yep. very proud of every single one of them. And we mm-hmm. all can, we're all generalists in a way that we can do quite, we, we do everything. We host, yep. we do finance, we do accounting, we do admin, <laughs> we do purchasing, yep. but we also do programs, we also strategize. So really good uh, teammates that we consistently develop, and we consistently develop our team. Um, mm-hmm. I guess second thing also is we always force ourselves to be in touch with startups. We listen to them. We attend yeah. events. We we even forced ourselves in the first year of Kubo to do two to three things happening at uh, in in the same week. Um, and yeah. could have an event happening in in Kubo all the time. We wanted to be the most active startup enabler in the country, and we became that. Um, and that Absolutely. was that we could pull in the startup founders, and you can see mm. that even our cuties are really good friends with our, with the startup founders. Right. Because we really listen, we listen to what's needed, and not just create programs or create all these services or competitions. But not that's not needed, the manpala. So we really listen, and I think the third main thing that I feel is like one one thing that we really did um, was collaboration, or what we say, collaboration. There you go, <laughs> and all the puns <laughs> in between. <laughs> Are you waiting for that? <laughs> no, 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 I, I missed it actually. <laughs> We really collaborate with as many organizations as possible. Um, we we we're very thankful we that we also have our founding partners to really to support us. So Department of Science and Technology, Department of Trade and Industry, J.P. Morgan, and of course our mother company, Idea Space. Because of that, our nature, our characteristic is that we are the public-private initiative, and that we're on we're the neutral ground. So startups aren't scared of us because. You know, we're this particular conglomerate, or we're this particular brand, or we only support yeah. it. You're going to be exclusive. No, we're neutral, and because right. of the, the support of, of of government, we're always hashtag #parasabayan, which is always has always mm. been our battle cry. So then startups mm. tend to go to us really because that's all we want. Eh? We're not asking for equity, right? we're not asking for 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 your money we're just asking for the startups to really be successful so yeah i think those are the you know the factors that really helped us grow kubo in the first few years and that's amazing because technically what you all did was what a startup is supposed to do you're a startup that helps startup yeah. you know listening to people building an amazing team executing fast being ambitious these are the tenets and the, the things that a, a successful tech startup needs to do and mm-hmm. you were just doing it in the flesh to actually help your your user which yeah. are startups at the end of the day now i want to understand two things uh that you know i've always wanted to ask you mm-hmm. but because one thing that we don't see as startup founders because we are your end user so we always see the the, the end product 
But what happens behind closed doors? Because again, it's a public-private partnerships, right? You have to ask for budget. There's KPIs that needs to be met, and there's some funding that needs to be fulfilled. The other thing I wanted to ask you is, you guys are a three-headed monster, and again, very powerful personalities as well. Butch, Cat, and you. How do you have? How did you make that work? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, sorry. What was the first question again? First question is, how do you? Um, how, what are the things that happen behind closed doors? Because again, it's a PP. Uh, right. What's the proper term? Public par- private partnership. <laughs> so there's a agenda of the government, and there's the agenda of the public thing, and there's always funding that needs to be met because right. you know uh, money needs to go around. And the second part is, uh, let's do the second part later. Okay, let's do okay. the first part first. So okay, um, honestly, it's so funny because I I remember um, asking Kat. Um, when when she was interviewing me, I asked her what is going to be the main challenge of the job, and she said it's managing mm. partners. I didn't really understand mm. that until I was really like maybe three months, four months in. Um, okay. And you're right, you know, like PPP um, and having multiple partners. By the way, we we don't have just four major founding partners. We have onboarded mm. more than a hundred partners already, and even this year as well, wow. we um, we locked in a major partner from investing in women, and another one in with Youth Business International, uh, supported by Google.org. Mm. Um, wow. So it's very difficult to manage expectations because each partner has its own has our own, has different KPIs, different right. deliverables, different characteristics. Um, it's very difficult. So um, I think that what we were able to do quite well was to structure the team so that mm. the teammates are, some of our teammates, um, oh, sorry, all of our teammates know what they're supposed to do. Um, it's pretty good that we, and we keep uh, iterating our org structure to really adapt to the needs of this year, not even just this year, this this quarter, for example. Um, so okay. I think putting a lot of structure internally will help. Um, putting a lot of structure internally helps us with how we deal with anything external. Um, that's mm. one thing. Um, another is we also try to encourage our partners to collaborate with each other so that it's not like separate activities. So let's say, for okay. example, we have a workshop your workshop naman if we can also make that a workshop that is um you know supported by uh youth business international then it becomes right. stronger another one another good example that we have is one of our programs that we actually have been running for the past few years with DTI is startup pinay mm-hmm. which empowers female led yes. um startups female founders mm-hmm. right and we've been doing that for the past few years and then guess what? Yes. This year we locked in new we 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 locked we locked in investing in women. They gave us a huge grant, wow. and we're continuing that same program, but tenfold. Now we have more money. Now we have a bigger, there like, you go. bigger partner backing us up. So you know those small things that we would really that really help us. Um, and one last thing I guess is because I'm operations, and I really that's that's really my blood, you know, to make sure okay. that things are so organized um, okay. is to always have, to always measure metrics, to have SOPs, to, to, mm-hmm. to make sure that we have data and analyze them and evaluate them. 
and also to put everything online. <laughs> so it was actually so easy for us to to do work from home because everything yeah. was online. We didn't have any papers. We didn't. We were so used to it now. So I think that's Correct. how we were able to um, really deal with external behind closed doors. It's messy, but it's a beautiful mm. mess. And um, I can also say that one thing also that we have in the team is we're, again, we're all aligned when it comes to our core values. We have mm. the same battle cry. We're so passionate that no matter what, no matter, no, no matter any issues or any, um, if we're any disagreement, because that's going to happen, right? Someone wants mm. to do this, but someone else wants to do that. Um, it's always work above anything else, startups above anything Correct. else. And I think that is, that's always been something that I'm so proud of with, with the QBs. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's and first. again, mad props because again, I, we see, we see the, the, the end product as a user, as your, your end customer. I only see the end product, but the hustle behind it is just amazing. And I know I can just imagine the type of hustling that you guys do. But before we answer the second question, I just sidetracked a little bit. Yeah. You mentioned metrics. What are the metrics you guys measure? Oh, uh, example, like, partner. you know, I have no idea. Like, how, what the hell? How, yeah. What are these things? Right. So it actually depends from one partner to another. Um, but I could maybe group it into uh, a few things, right? So... One would be the qualitative, uh, the quantitative metrics of number of events, number of startups we've onboarded, number of partners we've onboarded. Um, but beyond the, the quantity, we also measure the quality of our programs. Mm. If you noticed when, um, when, when, when you were okay. when you were still um, with Kubo in, in our mm. office, we would always have a post-program survey. Um, yes. We would always interview our startups, give them surveys so that we can understand if, hey, is this something that you really want? Or <laughs> we're just mm. doing it for the sake of doing it, Eva. Right? So it's okay. both the quantitative and qualitative. And then beyond that, we're, uh, and then our third, I guess, the third group of metrics that we look at is also our um, our engagement. So how, our, how we how our social media, our marketing, our PR, our newsletter, how engaged we are, our reach, yeah. our audience. Um, I guess that's our third um, mm. main one. Then the fourth main one is um, also looking beyond our startups. But you know, like we're actually also double-sided. If we were a startup, we're also a double-sided platform because we can't mm. work. We can't have startups if we don't have partners. So our fourth main Correct. bucket would be bucket of metrics would be our partners. How many are mm. uh, um and how how happy are they? Um and how you know how engaged are they? And the last uh, main bucket, which we just included this year, um FYI, okay. you know, we're a nonprofit organization, we're a grants-based okay. in- institution, but uh, this year, we really forced the team to really look into revenues. So that's our fifth mm. uh, bucket is to generate revenues. Lock in grants. Like a social enterprise. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, we still need money, you know. <laughs> um, of course. <laughs> everyone needs money. But the fifth main bucket is not just um, locking in grants, but also gener- generating revenues for ourselves. So we've also 
started crea- uh, generating revenues by customizing workshops, you know, coming up with classes for this particular organization. Um, so, mm. so yeah, those are the five, I guess, main things that we measure. That's amazing. So now it makes sense why you do it. So after I tell you telling all these metrics, like, ah, it makes sense. Now let's get to the, the three-headed monster. Yeah. How does that dynamic work? Because you guys are amazing, strong-willed people. How come, you know, nothing's ever blown up? And it's like, you know what? Fuck this much. Fuck this cat. You know, I'm, fuck, I'm fucking tired of you. Of course, <laughs> you being a grown-up is one. But how does this dynamic of a three-headed monster work? work oh, like? gosh. Um, it's that, it's so interesting. The three of us are total opposite. I mean, Butch is, I don't want to say senior. He's actually the most baguette and the youngest at the heart. But Butch, he's <laughs> a Butch as compared to me and Kat. So, hala, baka Butch is, is listening. Um, but it's so different, diba? Like, Kat and I are almost the same age. 29, Kat is like 31. Um, and then, besides that, physically, we also all look different. But also, how we lead, how we think, it's total opposite. Um, but right. the thing is, right. I we all have the same um the same goal and what i really appreciate about cat and butch um is that they like we can argue but we, no one no one in the team no one in the leadership team has that big of an ego for it to you know ruin the the good relationship that we have that's one thing that i really appreciate about them and right. i think learning from you know from my past um my past bosses, my past, um, my my the start of the mm-hmm. the companies that I worked with in 2016, um, I learned what kind of leader that I like. I want to work with, and I'm quite happy that mm-hmm. that Butch and Kat are actually quite good. They're very good, and we're all very good in different, yeah. um, in very varied ways. Um, but that's the thing. Like, yes, we're total opposites. Yes, a lot of times we argue. A lot of times we have different opinions. Um, I could say 80, 90% of the time we're always opposites. But it's always that. It's always because yep. we have the same passion. We have the same, you know, our 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 love for the country, our love for, for startups and our love for creating impact is much more powerful than our own egos. Um, so Absolutely. I guess, you know, that's that's something that I really appreciate about this team. No, that's great. And again, it's very reminiscent of a good functioning co-founding team. Like again, in a startup, right? You have to have multiple vantage points that don't, uh, you know, that are not redundant because that's what where magic happens. And the reason why Kubo is thriving is because you are coming all from different vantage points, but you have a common goal and you let your ego, uh, you leave your ego at the door to, to achieve that, that common goal. Yes. And if we argue, we argue with reason. It's not, oh, because I'm the boss or I'm the last say. When we argue, it's because, okay, I think this is the best option because here's my data number one. Here's my data number two. Here's my data number three. It's always back with, 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 um, with, with. Quantitative ethics. data. Exactly. With yeah. data. It's always back with, with data. Um, and not back by, oh, because I feel like it. <laughs> and I see that yes. all the time with some of our startup founders. I've experienced it myself in my previous jobs. Um, but yeah. yeah, 
for us, it's always about work and it's always about the numbers. Okay, now let's talk about work furthermore because you didn't stop at just Kubel. Now there's this big behemoth in front of us. I've experienced it last year and you serve really good food as well in the Crown Plaza. But today, I mean, the, the next week, we're going to be doing it virtually. And let's talk about the Philippines Startup Week. I mean, there's a lot of events that happen, you know, the tectonics and whatnot. But what's unique about Philippine Startup Week and why, how, why did this come about? Ah, oh, yes, Philippine Startup Week is finally happening. Um, I, I, I would like to say that this is one of my babies. <laughs> last year, so last year we did Philippine Startup mm-hmm. Week 2019. It was a five-day conference. Um, and uh, this year we're also doing it um, five, across five days. And it's going to be fully mm-hmm. virtual. So... What is Philippine Startup Week? Nice. Philippine Startup Week is um, the country's large-scale initiative by multiple government agencies. So that's Department of Science and Technology, Department of Trade and Industry, Department of Information and Communications Technology, and also different uh, private agencies and startup uh, startup stakeholders, uh, start, start, start ecosystem stakeholders to showcase the Filipino startup community. The one interesting thing about um, this conference, this startup conference, as compared to any other conference, conference is that it's collaborative. Again, collaborative. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> you don't see, you don't really see this. Now, um, we actually empower and encourage the different um, different uh, stakeholders to come up with their own events, to come up with their own. Um, sessions, learning sessions, you know, keynotes, panels. Um, so this year we will be have we will be doing it on November twenty three to twenty seven, from nine a.m. to nine p.m. fully virtual, um, and they can register in phstartupweek.com. Um, but we will in a span of five days we will be having over sixty events happening um, from Monday to Friday. Sixty, wow. 60. Yeah. Kaya wala kami tulog. So, 60 events. <laughs> That's crazy, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. But but I'm very yeah, excited. And this year's theme is um, Filipino startups powering up the new normal. So, we still want to be relevant, you know, with, you given the fact like so many things have happened this year. The pandemic, now this typhoon, the volcano eruption. Oh, oh my God. Um, and you know what? Despite everything, we want to showcase the Filipino startups, technology, their innovation, and how we're able to cope despite of the many things thrown at us this year. Absolutely. Okay. Now let, let let's do a deep dive about that. But let's talk about that more after yeah. the break. Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again, and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter 
Carter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey, hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Filipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoostTime deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, hustlers. I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. And we're back from the break. We're still with Tasha Bautista of 
Philippine Startup Week and Kubo, of course. So now we now understand what is this 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 whole uh, behemoth that's upon us. But you mentioned prior to the break, uh, Tasha, there are sixty events. I know we cannot talk about all sixty, but if you bunch it up, what's what's in it for the Philippine Filipino startups? Because we also uh, again, if if you're Filipino startups powering the new normal or are thriving in a new normal, I forgot what's the proper term. You know, a lot of startups also, you know, are struggling in this new normal too. And what can they get out of this, uh, this, this Philippine startup week? Because it, this, this might just be what they need to, to turn things around, especially in this pandemic. Right. Well, so many things. Um, well, let me. Where do I even start? So, okay, <laughs> maybe this this year we introduced tracks. Um, we have okay. five different tracks this year. So the first one is. Um, this, the So yeah, we have five different tracks. The first one is Discover. So Discover track is to create awareness, educate, and promote startups and technopreneurship. And the target audience is really the general public. Then uh, our second track is Develop. So Develop is to provide our startups with resources, information, expertise. It's really like classes and workshops, and the target audience would be the startup founders. Um, mm-hmm. Then the third one is collaborate. Again, my favorite word. Third collaborate. <laughs> it, um, it involves corporate, government, even the academia and other ecosystem stakeholders um, to create an avenue to really talk to each other and uh, show each other like what initiatives and explore synergies with each, uh, with each other. Um, target okay. audience would obviously be startup founders, corporate, government. Our fourth track is invest. Very, uh, very straightforward. It's creating an avenue yep. for startups to access capital. Um, and then the fifth is showcase. So showcase is um, to be able to feature high potential startups and also to showcase um, different things like product launches um, um, and 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 other company information. So that's one thing that to be that's uh, one thing that I'm excited about. Uh, Startup week is these five tracks. Um, second thing um, also is that we still have the main events from the three government agencies, same as last year. So the main events would be um, DICT, DOST, and DTI would have their own um, programs from three to four hours in the mornings of Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So that's obviously something to look forward to because, hey, they're government and we want to know what they've been up to and what what else they have in store for yep. us in the next year, right? Um, another thing is we're introducing, um, a top 100. So this is, this segment is called, (laughs) this segment is called top 100 by Kubo. So every day from one to 3 PM, we're showcasing, um, the, the, the handpicked startups of Kubo, um, and they're pitching for five minutes. So it'll be interesting for not just, um, not just investors, uh, but also corporates, government to really get to understand and know who who the startup who the, who our startups are. Um, other than that, I can also say that we have maybe I'll handpick a few uh, a few programs. So we have Facebook coming in. We have what? <laughs> we have Canva. We have a competition by Startup Village. We also have obviously Garage wow. Build Dev. Um, mm-hmm. We also even have Grab, um, and we have other than Startup Village's um, startup startup pitching competition. We even we also have two other pitching competitions. We have Microsoft Emerge X Regional Pitching Competition, and our pinaka finale 
that will end the conference, which is the Speed Stars competition. Um, lots to look forward to. Um, we even have international ecosystem features so that we can, mm. again, um, really encourage collaboration, not just between you know startups and, and corporates or startups and government, but also the Philippines and other countries. So, mm. So many things to look forward to. <laughs> um, I'm excited now. Yeah, me, me too. I'm, I'm tired, but I'm more excited. Than <laughs> <laughs> Just don't before. forget to sleep, ha, Tasha. Okay. I'll try, that's, that's, that's I'll try. Okay. I mean, we're, we're all in the same circle, right? Startups don't sleep, mm-hmm. right? So... <laughs> Yep. So we're not we're used to not sleeping anyway. So. Yeah, just catnap. Catnap. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now again, that's that's very uh, amazing. Now if people want to check that out, um where do they go and is it is this a paid event? Is this a free event? How do they uh do that again? And uh how can they partake in, in these uh, tracks that and, and these activities that you guys have already laid out? Sure. Um so it's a free event. Ever since last what? year, the the conference has always been free. So we have we have DOST, DTI, and DICT to thank for. So thanks, government. Um, but there you because, go. Because we because it is again a co- collaborative initiative by government and um, other stakeholders. Um, we we wanted to make sure that everyone has access to this conference. Um, okay. so they just have to go to phstartupweek.com and they just have there to register go. to get their tickets. Once they get their tickets, um, they will get a link, um, uh, a link to to the to the to, to the virtual conference, and then from there, there they can actually as early as as now. Um, they can start already checking out the schedule. They can check out the speakers. They can even chat with mm. each other. They can post in the wall. Um, but the actual conference happens on November 23. There you go. So if you're listening to us now, we are releasing this November 16. You have a week to prepare. If you're not going to remove all your meetings or you're going to be having a week worth of amazing things. So make sure you get pockets of time and actually plan ahead. Because you'll never know, you know, you, you might get the proper opportunity that you get. Because if you just let this slide, you know, and again, Tasha didn't work hard for this just for it to, to just not mean anything, okay? The Kubo team and all the government, everybody that's involved, prepared life, blood, and sweat, and tears, and everything else in between for you to take advantage. We're lucky because when I was starting out 10 years ago, dude, there's no such thing. Everybody's doing their own shit and decide whatever. But now there's someone who's actually has the button and, and, pushing through regularly. And this is our week. If you're a Filipino startup founder or someone who wants to get into the Philippine startup ecosystem, this is our WrestleMania. This is our Super Bowl, per se. Okay? Yeah. So make sure you find that. The only question, really, this is a serious question, is there a buffet and are you sending us food? Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually have maybe something uh, better, but... No, we do not have a buffet. Unfortunately, that's, that's so difficult to do. Okay. But um, <laughs> we have we are giving away prizes. So there wow. are there, yeah, there's a leaderboard in um in the the virtual conference. So the more that you comment, you ask questions, mm-hmm. you answer polls, you like uh and you like and comment each other's posts. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you points for the leaderboard and. The top one to twenty-five in the leaderboard will get prizes. So 
Um, uh, our 16, rank 16 to 25 will get 500 pesos each. 11 to 15 okay. will get 1,000 pesos each. 6 there to 10 go. is 2,000. And here's when it gets more exciting. Rank all number right, 5 right. gets Marshall speakers. Then what? rank number 4, Nintendo Switch. Uh, rank weeks. number 3 is an Apple Watch. Rank number two okay. is um, Bose Soundport. And then our rank oh, number wow. one is the very new iPad Air. So, yeah, that was <laughs> That's amazing. That's okay. Now, that's a good enough buffet for me. And again, <laughs> hopefully by next year, we can always go back because you always serve, serve amazing food. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you always get me at food. <laughs> But again, Tasha, before I let you go, I, I want to ask you several things. Because again, it's never, it's not an easy time for a lot of Filipino startups. People, I've seen people struggling. I, I'm, I'm also in the middle of that at the moment. Um, what's, your, what's your message for, you know, existing Filipino startups founders now who are, again, being hit by this pandemic and there's no end in sight yet? What would be your message for them? Because it's, it's a really low point in, in so much uncertainty, again, not just my financially, mentally, but also, you know, emotionally. It's just, it's a clusterfuck of, of epic proportions. What would be your message? Because you've also got through that in 2016, and maybe that's what a lot of people are going through right now. What yeah. would be your advice for them? Uh, it's so funny. I actually, um, when this whole 2020, I, I look back at 2016 and I can say that it, it hits everyone differently. You know? um, this whole 2020, yeah. this whole pandemic hits everyone differently. But I still feel like 2016 was a lot difficult for me as compared to this year. So, you know, mm -hmm. given that, I think um, not really an advice because I feel like I, I feel like everyone is, again, everyone's going through something differently. But um, kapit lang. I think that's always one thing that yep. we're saying. Kapit lang. But also know that there's so much support out there for our startups. Yeah. I this year of of this this year we've never had this kind of support, this kind of money, this kind of yeah. um you know like we oh, the 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 multiple uh programs and services sure. and benefits available for startups. Um, that wasn't that wasn't around when when I was starting with Grab in two thousand in 2015 uh, sorry mm -hmm. in 2013 sorry in 2013 mm -hmm. so um just always ask for help see what's out yes. there see what kind of support you have and be part of the growing thriving startup community i'm so happy Super. to see a lot of our startups really helping each other i'm so happy to see um, startups working with other startups and definitely happy to see government and 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 big corporations finally also working with startups and seeing the benefits yep. of how startups are just super fast super quick super mm -hmm. easy to deal with um Correct. so i think just be part of that community and uh, the community will always try to support the community will always try to 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 um to to grow to help you help the startup help your startup uh grow and um and yeah i think that's something to look forward to when it comes to the startup community in philippines i mm -hmm. almost gave up on the startup community i always almost gave up on the startup life in philippines but i'm so glad that i didn't because um there's so much potential for for us Correct. especially 
um, especially given these times, it's our time to shine. It's the startup's time to shine. Um, Absolutely. Of all, if of anyone in in if all the industries in in the Philippines, it's tech that's thriving. So I'm hoping right. that everyone is you know everyone's keeping safe, and not just mm-hmm. safe but also sane. Um, Kubo mm-hmm. is always here to support all kinds of tech startups. So reach out, um, and we hope to see everyone, quote unquote, see everyone in Philippine Startup Week. Absolutely, and again, that's correct. Again, like just like the Oasis metaphor earlier, right? Um, Tasha was 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 in her lowest as, as a point at that point. I was literally coming from a big ass failure and, and losing party file and putting up chatbot. And one the, the exact help I need I needed was in Kubo. But the very first thing I we both needed to do was to reach out. Right. Yeah. So if you're if you're in the down in you're down in the dumps right now, yo, it's not the end, right? Um you can always come back and there's always an oasis waiting for you for you to thrive. Exactly. Exactly. You you put it really nicely. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now, last question, Tasha. Yeah. What what would you like to see the startup uh, ecosystem? What, what's next? I mean, you've you've seen so many of them. I've I've only had like a few, you know, based on who I know. Right. But I know there's still a lot of uncharted territory that you've been able to see, not just here in Manila, mm-hmm. but all over the country. Mm-hmm. What's next for the Philippine startup uh, uh, ecosystem? Oh God, I am very much looking forward to having our first mm. unicorn. I think that's one thing I'm, I've always go. been so so. The real one. About. A real one. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> whoops! Knock knock. Um, but yeah, like, uh, it, and you know what? It's not even about being a unicorn. I think it's always nice to have a champion in the country that mm-hmm. people would look up to. Who is our Manny Pacquiao in the startup industry, diba? I'm, I Kumu. have you. Yes. Hey, Roland, let's go. What up? What up? <laughs> we have a few. Uh, there's a few already. Pay Mongo. There. Pay right Mongo, there. yes. Uh, oh, by yep. the way, Pay Mongo and Kumu are going to be our speakers in Startup Week. Um, there no, no, um, But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Not just because of um you know the billion dollar valuation but also because it will really help the startups have that you know that inspiration that champion that will encourage a lot of our startup founders or even one-upreneurs to build their startups i think that's one thing um the second thing also that i'm looking forward to seeing is um seeing government lgus and corporates yeah. work with startups more Correct. had to say that um it, it's sad but at the same time this pandemic has really forced um us to work together um that's Correct. maybe one thing that we that, that that one one good thing that came out of of, of this right but mm. i'm i'm happy to see that finally the corporates the traditional businesses the um, mm-hmm. use the government are finally seeing that technology is important, that innovation is important, and that mm-hmm. working with startups and especially supporting and supporting our local startups is so important. So I'm seeing mm-hmm. much more. I'm I'm hoping to see much more of that in the next coming mm-hmm. years to come. Yeah. There you go. Again, thank you very much, Tasha. Uh, Unfortunately, as, as much as I want to have you more. 
I'll talk about the brand at a time. But again, before I let you go, follow us in whatever podcast app you're listening to. Go to Spotify, Apple Podcast, click the follow button. So at least this is our way of paying it forward to the startup ecosystem in our own little way. Uh, you know. And again, if we did say some jargon or some links that you didn't get to uh, take down, don't worry. It's going to be in the show notes on hustleshare.com. And again, just like our own community, we have a search hustleshare community on Facebook. It's going to be uh, what we'll rediscuss actually how to grow the show better. And lastly, uh, messages of our hustle share chatbot powered by chatbotph at m.me slash hustle share again Tasha thank you very much thank you super enjoyed I hope you're staying safe and sane and I hope everyone is also staying safe and sane alright thanks Tasha and I'll see you guys in the next episode peace